This is from Tell Me Who You Are. It's Neda's story. We hid in someone else's basement. They had to keep my identity a secret. The United States was giving weapons to Saddam Hussein, chemical weapons, and using it against Iranians, so at the time there was a strong anti-America, anti-UK sentiment, both at a national level and among many of the people around me. At school, they would make me chant, quote, death to America, unquote. I would come home really distressed, really upset, because I felt like they wanted me to die. I was born in America, after all. We eventually came back to America. I was in kindergarten, and I didn't speak English. There were a lot of Persian kids in kindergarten. They spoke Farsi, but they wouldn't speak Farsi to me because they didn't want to reveal their otherness. They were trying to fit in. Privately, if no one was around, maybe they'd talk to me, but when I publicly helped, asked for help in Farsi, the only language I knew, they'd turn a cold shoulder. We ended up moving to Orange County, which is a very white area. Previously in Los Angeles, all my friends had the same shoes from Payless Shoe Source. They all had weird food. All of our parents were shy and not confident in speaking English. I never felt that different. But where I lived in Orange County, totally different story. They could tell the fake kids versus the real kids. They had nice clothes, and they had stay-at-home moms who did their hair. I didn't dress like them. I didn't look like them. I'm not even really dark-skinned, but everyone is blonde there. It was just different. I didn't fit in. They didn't believe in me. I remember my guidance counselor didn't tell me about AP classes because she said, you'd be lucky if you get into community college. I got used to being weird. Weird to me became quirky, and it became different, and it became unique, and I just started seeing it as, that's who I am. You don't know if it's you who's different or just you in that space. Music got me through that time. American hip-hop and traditional Persian music. The traditional Persian music that I grew up listening to, my grandma also grew up listening to. The stories are so poetic. It's from the blood and from the bones. There's a way that it speaks to me. My grandma raised us with that music. She always thought that Iran would get better, that one day we'd move back, so if we got caught speaking English at home, it was a huge deal. We had to do Farsi class all summer, all school year long. When we'd complain, she'd say, one day we're going back to Iran, and if you don't know Farsi, you'll be illiterate. You'll be a bum. You have to do this. She would insist that, quote, this is your culture, unquote. If I was feeling particularly brave, I would say, quote, it's not my culture, I'm American, I was born in America, unquote. I remember this one time, she just looked at me mean and she said, quote, you are not American. Don't think these Americans want you either. One day they're gonna round you up and they're gonna say, get out of here, get out of our country. You don't belong in this country. Don't think for a second that you're American. You're Iranian and that's how they see you, unquote. I said, quote, that's not true, unquote. But it is true, so true. We spoke in terms of nationality and American meant white. If you listen to Persian music, you'll understand me better. Music reflects what is. It shapes what is, it normalizes what is, it elevates what is. Everyone has a story, but which stories are the ones that get told? Music is that storyteller and it's deciding which stories get told. It gets in your head and it gets in your spirit. It shapes your understanding of what it's like to be a woman, what it's like to be Iranian, what it's like to be an immigrant, what it's like to be poor, what it's like to be a certain race at a certain time at a certain location. 
Music is a shared experience. That's when it's at its best. I think that that is really powerful in terms of nurturing movements, rallying movements, and changing thought on a collective, not just an individual level. So yeah, you can view my culture as no shaving my legs, no going out, no sleepovers, no plucking my eyebrows, no dating boys, all of these things, but you can also listen to our music and understand the beautiful things, things unbroken. I ended up marrying a guy from America, not Iran. We don't have kids, but if we have kids, I would want them to speak Farsi. I would want them to have a Persian name. I would want them to eat Persian food. I would want them to listen to Persian music. I would want them to kind of grow up with that same duality. Yes, living in two cultures means two sets of pressures and two sets of norms. And for some people, that can be like two sets of standards that they can barely live up to and feel like they're constantly falling short of, but it's worth it. You become more flexible as a person. You become more perceptive and conscious. As a result of my experience, I feel like a stronger and better person. 